Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have episode 16 of the Box Office Beatdown Show. I am joined, as always, on this Box Office Beatdown Show by my co-host of the show, Larry from LC Screen Talk. Larry, how are you? I'm doing well. It's Pride Weekend in Denver, so it's popping and crazy and all that. <laughs> how Did you go to the parades or anything? How is it? Um, it's all right. <laughs> it's a lot of walking. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, I think Boston's was last weekend. Um, I heard that was a good time. Um, yeah, they, I'm watching some U.S. soccer. The U.S. Oh, soccer team is pretty good. Uh, up, they're up three zero. They're doing pretty good. But um, let's get right into this box office because box office is better than everything. Um, let's get right into it. So this is the week of june 14th and we had the opening releases for men in black international late night to to a degree um the dead don't die and shaft so larry let's get right into it number one what do we have this week so coming in at number one is men in black international which came in way under everyone's estimates debuting at a 28.5 million weekend this is much like the Dark Phoenix, this is the first of the series to debut under fifty million. So far, I mean, this is really terrible, honestly. Um, and yeah. then worldwide, looking at Men in Black International, it did fare a little bit better, coming in at one hundred two point two for the global haul. However, the production budget on this one is one hundred and ten yes. million. Yes. I was just gonna say, look at that budget, 110 million. Um, so, yeah. anything else from that movie, really quick? I know you were, I know you still, you still, you, you were still going. No, uh, so that's basically it. I mean, that comes in under even the most safe predictions people right. had for the weekend. Um, yeah, I, I think sometimes we've seen that trend of sequels coming too long after the previous installment, and they tend to underperform. Very rarely do they break out, do they pull on Incredibles. Um, but, ooh, yeah. This is not looking too promising if you were hoping for another one. Agreed. This is, um, it's honestly, uh, this is put into perspective about how much, how this summer has been kind of a downer with these kind of films. I definitely did not see, I don't think a lot of studios re really see that this, this kind of slump was happening was going to be happening with these films and these releases and these sequels and stuff but this is just has just been like an off-putting kind of summer um i not like movie quality wise i mean kind of i remember, i just remember like last year at this time i had like 20 movies in my like top favorites and this right now i have about seven you know what i mean um so and i and i think audiences see that as well like this uh men in black international i did not like it i did not think it was a good movie um so i did not see the box office doing well i mean you and you and i both last week didn't really see the box office doing too crazy but um yeah it's just yeah i mean i wasn't expecting this it's, it's just crazy you know yeah it's um, definitely a summer slump we'll be looking yeah. at Pixar to save the day <laughs> yeah next week we have toy story and toy story is already track is already tracking really well so i'm sure that's gonna be um that's gonna do that's gonna get us back into gear uh, you know i i think but. i think until i think on like when toy story comes out until we'll have a good couple of movies that'll take us out of these slumps like spider-man and then lion king so 
Um, but still, this is just this is just horrific. I don't know what happened to uh, Men in Black here. You know, yeah, pretty much every studio has like come up as a clunker outside of Disney released films. Right. <laughs> and even Disney has had their struggles. But I mean, they're looking to save the summer box office season all by themselves right now. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not good. Um, it's not good. I'm not, I'm not sure what's not sure uh, what's going on with this. Um. It was, and it's not like it was in like a lot of. It's not like it was in like you know, not a lot of theaters. It was in four thousand plus theaters this weekend, um, but still, it just is just twenty eight million. I mean, I my even like when I went to go see it Thursday night for the opening night premiere, like I was like the only one in the theater, and then like two other people showed up, like mid movie. So I don't know what that means, but I just don't think this movie did a good job. With the trailers and the TV spots connecting to audiences, it definitely didn't. It, it didn't give that same feel like the other, you know, Men in Black films kind of gave us. So I, I think that's that's why it was kind of yeah. that's why we got this kind of number, you know. Yeah, for sure. So, um, all right, let's get into the number two spot. What do we have? So coming in at number two was last week's top dog, and that is The Secret Life of Pets, bringing in $23.8 million in its second weekend, which is a 49% drop. That brings the latest Illumination Studios film up to $92 million domestic and $154.5 million worldwide. So a nice drop for Secret Life of Pets. It barely stayed under 50%, but it did stay under 50%. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say a pretty pretty decent drop for that film overall. Yeah, they um and they were they were lucky enough to stay in the uh, in the top in the top two, which is yeah. good because last week it was in a, it was in it was at the number two spot as well. So, so so to come out the following week in the number two spot is pretty good. But um yeah, they already did their domestic. They already like you know did their budget domestically alone with ninety two million. But still, I, I'm sure the studio was still kind of hanging their head over by how much of a difference uh, this movie was to the um, to the first one as yeah. far as box office revenue and stuff. We're two weeks in and it's so hasn't reached the opening weekend of the first one (laughs) yeah which is which if you think about that that is insane but i mean that's what's going on so yeah i mean i do think it has a chance at even staying in the top two next week (laughs) yeah yeah toy story is going to obviously take a chunk out of it a good chunk but i mean i don't think men in black is going to hold all that well and the other new releases aren't going to debut all that big i don't think so I don't know. It might be able to hold better than Men in Black. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, I mean, I, I definitely think it will. I, I don't, I don't think, I don't see this movie going out of the top five anytime soon, as far as for next week goes. So, I mean, it's just, yeah. But uh, Universal, I guess this is pretty good. Forty nine percent drop is not too crazy. Uh, it still has held on to its theater account and added three theaters. I'm not sure yeah, why, but um, yeah, but yeah, still pretty good. Yeah. Still pretty good, I would say. All right, so what do we have in the number three spot, my friend? So number oh. three, holding steady in the third spot with the best hold in our top five was mm. Aladdin, which brought in 16.7 million here domestic for a 32.3% drop in its fourth week of release. Aladdin is now up to 263.4 million domestic and seven. Seven hundred and twenty-four point eight million worldwide. 
made. So mm -hmm. Aladdin is just showing some great legs throughout the box office so far. I mean, a 32% drop in week four is great. Um, over 250 million domestic, over 700 million worldwide. Uh, it's just kind of trucking along to some pretty big numbers. Yeah, like I said, I I, I don't know. Aladdin, um, I slept on this movie really hard because I this is like it's it's been doing like shockingly well. Um it's fourth weekend, sixteen million, it's hanging in there with the big ones, and it's like it's it's not losing steam anytime soon. A thirty two percent drop is still pretty good. It's still in it's still in a lot of theaters. I mean, they took away two hundred and two hundred and forty nine theaters this weekend, so that's like maybe something of note. But still, even 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 with it taking no even with um you know, the theater takeaway, it's still doing pretty well. So I mean good for them. Domestic total gross is um twenty six to two hundred and sixty three uh millions. That's really good. Really good. I don't think yeah. any of us were expect were expecting it. No, it's I mean it's doing really well. Uh, one of the one of the highlights of the the summer box office season. Again, Disney has right. <laughs> has the entire highlight reel right now. <laughs> no need right. for an ESPN first take. We just we got it all right here. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, hey, uh, pretty good numbers. I'm sure next week it'll probably come in the number five or four spot, I would imagine. But, um, you know, because we have a big one coming out next week. So it's going to take away a lot from the audiences of Aladdin and The Secret Life of Pets, too. So definitely intrigued to see how that goes. Um, All right, let's get into this number four spot because good Lord almighty. Um, <laughs> go ahead, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now we have the opposite of what we just saw with Aladdin with Dark Phoenix, which plummeted a disastrous 72.6% in week number two down to only 9 million in its second weekend that is the second worst drop for a, th a theater count of over 3,500 theaters just just beating out 50 shades with a 73% drop so Dark Phoenix the last of the Fox X-Men films is up to only 51.7 million domestic and 204.3 million worldwide yeah 72% drop it, it's um Somebody earlier was talking about how Batman versus Superman had the same kind of drop like this. Um, but this is insane. I it's 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 very very I, I saw the Friday numbers over the weekend and I was like, yep. Um this they they didn't take it out anyway, they didn't take out the theater counts. They you know, it's still the same from last week, so I no one cares about this movie, and it's sad to say. Um, I didn't think it was as bad as critics were saying it was, but still, I mean, this is like this is really, really bad numbers. Like, not good at all. Um, I don't think this. I don't think this makes Disney want to rush and do X Men. I, I'm sure they had enough time, before, you know, since Fantastic Four's kind of horrible box offices when that came out. But yeah. this, I, I don't see them rushing, rushing out to make another X Men movie after all of this. This is crazy. Yeah. Not good. Not Seven, good. Really, yeah, really seventy-two percent drop is bad for a big opening like right. Fifty Shades had. I mean, Fifty Shades almost opened at hundred million and dropped seventy-two percent right. and was alarming. But when you open as low as Dark Phoenix opened, a seventy. 2% drop is absolutely just unacceptable and terrible. So, right. yeah, this is uh, this is quite the the underwhelming 
uh, goodbye for Fox's X-Men series. Oof. Yeah, yeah, very, very, it's very disappointing, this number. I don't, um, 9 million, I mean, with, with last week's, it was in the, what did it make last week again? It made it like 20, um, was it like 30, 20, it was 35? 30, yeah. Wow, so, so now that I'm putting that into perspective, like, to go from a 32 32 opening weekend to the second weekend making nine million not even getting into the teens like yeah. that's that's tough so yeah. and it's not even like oh i mean they were going up against men in black men in black didn't even do that well too i just this summer has been just very underwhelming with these box office besides like endgame and john wick and those movies like it's been a real bummer this summer you know yes summer bummer um <laughs> this is really bad i don't know if you listen to lana L- lana del rey i but, love uh, lana del rey. <laughs> um that's my jam too so um all right so let's get right into the number five spot so number five is a slightly happier story it is for rocket man which stayed at number five this weekend bringing in 8.8 million dollars in its third week of release that makes for a pretty tiny 36 percent drop bringing the Alton John fantastical biopic up to 66.1 million domestic and 133.1 million worldwide. So it's officially over three times its production budget of 40 million. It's solidly in the green. Um, so that's always a nice thing to see for a film many of us loved. So. <laughs> right. Um Rocket Man 36% drop, not too bad. They took out took out um 500 plus theaters but still with, with a nice little drop. Um still pretty good. Uh so that's good for that movie. I'm definitely happy to see it doing well. Yeah. Um you know, it's been tr- trucking along, but I do feel like it's going to be on its dying legs soon, sadly. But still, it's been doing pretty good. It's only in week 3, so it still has some more box office to make. Um all right, so let's get into some of the other stories. In this yeah. week's box one office, of which, one of which is a story that I think is ties with Rocket Man in the fact that I think adult entertainment has really been underperforming. So right. Rocket Man has been kind of like the the little bit older skewing film that's actually performed decently well. Because we're going to talk about one soon that did not perform so well. But let's go to one we both highly overvalued last week, and uh, the. Studio overvalued as well. No, the fifteen million was the like low end of predictions, and here is Shaft at number six with only eight point three million in its opening weekend. It's playing in just under three thousand theaters, and that is a horrible number. It hasn't opened anywhere else. I don't know if it will. Tim Story, he doesn't do all that much like international release so i i don't know but this is a disaster this is terrible uh you and i thought you and i thought that um you and i last week thought shaft was gonna do amazing but we thought we definitely shot the gun last week and we was like in the 20s like maybe higher than mib but it didn't even come close to mib's number um, I, I'm a good, I'm gonna put it down to the marketing. I didn't see a lot of marketing for the film, but I just assume even like with these kind of films, the, um, the black audience still shows up. 
um, even with the even when the mark marketing is not that well. But it looks like they didn't show up for this one. Um, I'm not sure if it's because of the um competition. Maybe it is, but um, yeah, it didn't do well. Um, I definitely thought the movie as a I think the the the, the critics probably kind of damper on that as as well. Thirty five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Maybe that's another reason why people didn't go out to run. People didn't run out to go see it. Um, I thought the movie was okay. I thought it was, but I. Um, I didn't do the review yet for the movie. I think I'm trying. I'm gonna try to do it either later, or I'm just gonna skip this review. Skip that review. But I thought the movie was. Um, I thought it was fine, but I I don't think it's not a. It's not a 2019 movie. Yeah, it's, a old, it's old school. It's very, very old school. It's very, very misogynistic. It's very, very. Um, it's 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 just it's very like in in some some of the dialogue is like you know. You know, it's the dialogue is just not good. Um, I don't know what they were thinking as far as like you know having this appeal to audiences. I get that the main audience is older men. I guess that's gonna be your main audience, but it's 2019 now. It's not 1995. We gotta get with the program. Although I wanted this to be the sexiest movie of. 2019 i um yeah it was just it's way too on the nose as far as the uh dialogue against women against against like islams and against like um homo you know homophobias in this movie it's just a lot going on and i know alex said that this movie is very offensive although i didn't get too offended by it because but i i could if someone told me they were offended by the movie i would definitely understand yeah. and i wouldn't argue with them but yeah it's definitely that's part of the reason why i don't want to do the review because i just don't i don't want to say the wrong things and stuff like that because i did have some fun with it but yeah. you know what i mean i'm probably just gonna let this one slide under the rug and not do the review because it's just it's not a it's not if you're if you're like pro I don't know how to say it. if you're just if you're just pro the movement and trying to change and equality it's just not it's not the movie it's not it's it's no it's not not okay um so yeah did you have the same thoughts when you saw it basically i i mean i don't know i laughed enough that's usually my barometer if i right. laugh enough to offset the bad <laughs> I usually come out feeling okay. Um, I did think, uh, I mean, it did make me uncomfortable in some parts of the film. But overall, I thought it was funny, and I I had fun with it. So, I don't know, I was a little bit easier on it than most others seem to be. Um, But, I mean, again, I'm kind of like you. Personally, I wasn't offended, even though... You know, I kind of fall under a target group that might be offended, and I can understand why it didn't offend me personally. But um, I, I wouldn't say anything to anyone who said they were. I wouldn't be shocked at all. And you know, I think they'd have every right to say, "Don't see this movie." <laughs> yeah, totally agree. I um, yeah, I just there was just a lot, um, a lot going on, and you kind of get it within the first like ten minutes, and I'm just like um. It's uh, especially another thing too that it kind of tackles, I in in a not in a good way too is like a younger audience. Like if you wanna, I I get the audience they're trying to appeal to, but you know if if a young like twenty year old kid or wants to go see the movie and he's getting he's like oh the clothes I'm wearing it's like it's considered 
it's just really bad taste. You know, it's just not um, – we're in a time now where, you know, you got the Me Too movement going on. And you got like – it's and it's – to release a movie like this in Pride Month where is a, there is a lot of homophobic jokes and stuff like that, it's just not okay. So I just was like – um I did again, like I laughed enough, but I was just like, okay, I can, I can definitely understand why this person was offended. That person was offended. Yeah. I can understand if people call it horrible. I get it. It's definitely a bad taste. I had a fun enough time for it. I, I liked everyone in it, you know? So yeah. Yeah. yeah it's just, just to yeah. put, just to put this terrible opening into perspective, the 2000 Shaft movie with Samuel L. Jackson opened to 21.7 million, so uh, well over double what this one made oh, almost 20 years later. So, oof, yikes! Not a good, not a good look. Was that movie also? Was that movie also? Um, uh, was that movie also um, rated R? Um, I believe so. Yeah, so yeah, there's really not much to really kind of there's not much to really kind of um say as far as like oh why this is was you know this didn't open too well um but I I mean I I thought it was gonna open much more bigger but I, I think I just think the word amount was not great for it so yeah yeah not not too surprised but um any of the stories I mean the lowest drop yeah. it looks like John Wick chapter three John suffered Wick. the lowest drop yeah oh yeah only dropped seventeen percent so it's trucking along almost at that hundred and fifty million currently after the six point one million it made here in week number five that one is up to one hundred forty eight point six million and then worldwide a nice little. 276.1 million um looking at some of these others of course late night expanded nationwide this weekend over 2,000 theaters oh but not too much fanfare so you were definitely more accurate on this one it only opened up to about 5.1 million domestic um which is not a great number um i and it's like the biggest acquisition at sundance so ooh, they're gonna need it to do a little bit better uh it's gotten mostly positive reaction so maybe it'll hold well but this is definitely another case we've seen it with late night we've seen it with a lot of these older skewing films just kind of not performing that well this year so it's another another one in the books yeah i um this uh late night i thought it was gonna do much better than what it did i mean i just i i knew i i didn't really the, the marketing was not great um and i didn't see a lot of you know people the word of like the word of mouth for like long shot and book smart was stronger than late night's word of mouth um although i do want to see it i did want to check it out i just didn't see it doing well um also the dead don't die coming in at number tw in the 20 number yeah. 12th spot oh, i mean they didn't even they didn't even put in a lot of put it in a lot of theaters so i'm not sure what's going on with focus features on that one yeah that one under 613 theaters came in at number 12 with only 2.3 million dollars right. that is oh that's rough <laughs> for sure well avengers endgame fell out of the top 10 this week but we're getting close we are definitely getting close. It's now up to 2.74 billion worldwide. So we're inching closer and closer. I, I mean, again, I don't know if it'll happen, but uh, getting this close and failing is going to kill me if it happens. I, I definitely see. This is where I. This is where I say that they have to do a re. They have to do a re-release. Um, I think a re-release will, will will get them right over the mark. You know what I mean? Um, I. 
it's it's right there. It's like what twenty million dollars away. Thirty. So Avengers 30? is at two point seven eight eight. I mean, Avatar is at two point seven eight eight, and Avengers is at two point seven four two. Yeah, it's right there. It's just um all time worldwide. No, I'm like, oh, come on now. Yeah, so close. I think you're so close. <laughs> I, I I think if someone if if they do like a special, not just like throw it out there and hope people go see it again, like in December or whatever. But I do think if they do like a special event kind of thing where yeah. like I don't know double feature with Infinity War or like I I don't know some type of event thing where they make it like a bigger deal. I think they can cross it. They can get another another like forty million to cross it. I mean, it's not like it's going out of the box office um next week or anything. It's still gonna be in there. It's still yeah. like it's it's only in the um let me go back. It's only in the what number like ninth number eighth weekend. Number yeah, it's it's in the eighth week eighth weekend, but it's only in the number eleventh spot. It's not dropped to like the number twenty fifth or you know what I mean? So it still right has now. some it's still in almost fifteen hundred theaters, right? Yeah, so um, it's not. It is. It, I I can tell it's it's slowing down in Boston too. Like it's it's getting there. It's like slowing down in Boston. Only like one theater showing it now here in Boston. But I do think that there is there's still time to tell as far as for this movie. You know what I mean? Actually, they had a nice drop too, though. Only twenty seven percent drop in week number eight. So I mean, it's holding out okay. I think maybe partially because the new releases are just not doing it. So yeah. it's it's really helped the legs of Avengers more than maybe we anticipated and when we gave up hope on the Avatar number. <laughs> but yeah. uh, who knows? I don't know. This one, it'll be interesting. I know we all have our fingers crossed and we're biting our nails hoping it can make it. <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think I think um I wanted to make it, but I think it's 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 getting kind of I yeah yes you, you said it right like it's still in some good amount of theaters. Um, I think people want this thing to pass Avatar. I see a lot of like tweets and stuff like that of people wanting it to pass Avatar, and I and I definitely I'm right there with you guys. I wanted to as well, but um yeah I I do think a re-release down the line um will do this movie some justice. And um we got the, we got the Blu-ray coming out. We had the official date, which is in August August 13th to be exact. So um yeah I. I think I I have faith in it that it's gonna pass some way somehow. Yeah. All right. Any other um, stories from the, the from this week? No. Everything else. Uh, there's no other big milestones being passed by anybody. Ma passed forty million this weekend. So there's that. There's that. <laughs> Listen, I Detective, enjoyed it. Detective Pikachu <laughs> got over hundred and forty million this weekend. So. I saw that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just a couple little small milestones for a couple of films, but nothing too crazy yet. Godzilla's still struggling to get to that hundred mil mark. It's struggling all around. Like that's just third third weekend, seventh spot. I don't. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that. Ninety three million. <laughs> yeah, and the movie. It's like baffling. I don't know. Um. Aladdin, the fact that Aladdin is still holding up is kind of shocking to me. I don't, um, not that I wanted to like fall. I just, I'm just like, wow. Um, I wasn't expecting, it, especially on how much like people have have dampered on that movie. Um, but hey, good, good for that. All right, so, yeah. um, before we get into what's tracking, uh, let's get into what's coming out next weekend. So next weekend we have the Toy Story four, and we have Child's Play. 
We also have Anna. I know that's kind of like a bigger release than most. Um, and Wild Rose, if you want to. I'm hearing good things about that, too. So Toy Story 4, Child's Play, Wild Rose, and Anna. So what are you looking forward to? Obviously, we know what's going to what's gonna like win yes. the weekend <laughs> and stuff like that. So what are some of your thoughts? Very clearly, Toy Story 4. And again, not only is Toy Story 4 going to win the weekend, it's going to really help this uh, pretty dismal yeah. summer, I think. Um, you know what? I, I went low last time, but screw it. I'm going to give in and I say at least 150 mil for Toy Story 4. Um, maybe it can have an Incredibles 2 type of run to start mm -hmm. off its box office. I think people were more anticipating that one, but these reviews have been out of this world. I mean, they've not only been good early reactions and reviews. I mean, it's at, is it still at 100% on Rotten Tomatoes? It is, it is. I mean, yep, so back right at it. that Toy Story legacy continues on with those 99 and 100% only for Toy Story franchise. Um, I, I think that's really busting it up. Maybe this marketing has been more effective for small kids than we anticipated. So I don't know, but 150 mil plus for Toy Story 4. And I, I was, I'm still a little bit skeptical. I, I don't know. I've seemed to be on the opposite end of everybody this summer season, but uh, you know, I, I can't deny that I'm, I'm looking forward to it more now than I was before. Um, I totally agree. I'm right there with you. I was looking forward to it. Um, I'm looking forward to it now, like you said, um, than before. Because before, I mean, everyone has that same... I I'm pretty sure everyone going into this movie, well, the majority of everyone, were saying the same things. Like, why do we need this? Why is it happening? Like, let it, let yeah. it be three movies. Be it, let's do originality more, please, and all that stuff. Um, but everyone, I've heard nothing but great things. Not even just good things. Like, I've heard great things about it. Like, yeah. people gushing over it and talking about how sad and all that and reassuring it is so i mean i'm i'm into it i'm excited um to see it uh child's play i know they're trying they tried to they tried to do this whole thing where they're kind of doing the marketing of like you know chucky's killing all the toys but i think child's play is going to get demolished next week um i don't know it, it, it's it's a funny marketing play to, to have a you know a, a loving kids toy movie going up against a horrific like you know horror r-rated toy movie um yeah. but you, you you never had a chance i i don't think i i don't think it's gonna it's gonna do like i don't think it's gonna do like any anything crazy as far as numbers go i mean what do you think with child's play i'm thinking like mm. toy story i agree I, I i say 150 to 170 um, child's play, I'd say what, 25, 20. Oh, that was, that was optimistic. I don't know what child I'm, uh, I, I'm going 15. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 I, I'm just saying, because I know the, the horror audience, when there's a horror movie out there, don't show up, but yeah, I mean, I think. True. Everyone, I think that involves like leaving the kids at home, but everyone's gonna be bringing their kids to the theater this year. Um, I mean this 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 week, so yeah. I don't see Child's Play doing that well. But I'm gonna say less than thirty. I'm gonna say less than thirty million. Sure. Um, and then Wild Rose and Anna. I don't think I don't see those doing that uh, well either. Under five. Under yeah. five for both. <laughs> yeah, which is which is sad. But I mean, it's just yeah, these things are gonna happen. But um. Yeah, what do you, so what do we have for the tracking? So this week uh, we have the next big release 
is Toy Story. We already did the tracking numbers for that, which was around 150 to 180 million. So the next big release after that will be Spider-Man: Far From Home, and it looks like it's gonna it's tracking about 150 million plus debut. Uh, Variety reports that Sony's Marvel entry is is expected to earn 154 million during its first six days of release, according to early estimates. So that's gonna be a, that's gonna be a really tricky weekend. I mean week again for that box office show um <laughs> but it's gonna be interesting to see how that does th- th- that's coming around the same numbers that captain marvel kind of did early this year although i do think it's gonna do a, la- a slight better than captain marvel's numbers uh what do you think yeah it's always hard to compare when they do these weird like midweek releases um to like the pure weekend um but i mean it's a holiday weekend Spider-Man Homecoming had a surprisingly strong opening. I I hadn't actually anticipated it to open it as big as it did. So I'm not really shocked. I think most people tended to enjoy Spider-Man Homecoming and have just like gravitated toward Spider-Man as a character more and more in the smaller films that he's been or Infinity War, Endgame. So, you know, I think people are pumped for Tom Holland's latest as the, the swinging hero. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't um, lie and say I wasn't excited for it. All the TV spots are looking great. Yeah. Um, Just one thing those I'm excited. Work. <laughs> yeah, the posters. I mean, they dropped some new. They they dropped some new international ones, but which looks okay. But yeah, the posters have been horrific. I don't know Ooh. if they. I don't know if they fired their old poster guy or what's been happening. I don't think but, so because Homecoming yeah. looked terrible too. Homecoming. Yeah. Had yeah. <laughs> I mean, the Marvel posters to be. To be honest, like their posters are really tough. Like, um, I'm trying to figure out the last Marvel poster I truly liked. And I mean, I, I wanted Endgame's poster to be so much better than what it was, but it was still. I usually every... like the character posters from yeah, Marvel. Yeah. Character posters are usually good. Um, I liked, I mean, I know at this point it's like reductive, if you will, but I, I liked the Ragnarok, like, stacked poster. That's so did best, I! That's the best stacked poster I think they've done like that, but now it's just like, okay, we now that's all you do, Marvel. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was just gonna say that. Like, that's the, um, that's probably the last poster that I was like, oh, that is nice. Or the poster where it's just Chris Hemsworth by himself, and it has, like, the green kind of background. Yeah. I like that. Um, I also liked, they had this Ant-Man and the Wasp kind of bumblebee. Like, it was like a a wa- like a you know like a bee themed kind of poster would look which looked cool but it was a, it was again one of those stacked posters yeah. um or that poster with Ant-Man and the Wasp when they were like standing standing next to popcorn that was cool but um everything else has just been a hot mess the homecoming posters i remember not liking that as well yeah. uh the new homecoming i mean the new far from home posters have just been horrific like the the shot where him and his butt is out and he's like you know he's he's turning which looks so weird and off-putting um, everyone looks bored on the poster too. You know what I mean? So and the Photoshop um, is terrible for yeah, a company just, that big. Yeah. There's no excuse for Photoshop to be that bad. Oh, you're like, very right. On. You're very right. And there, and I and I actually on on Instagram I posted some I posted some fan made posters which have been phenomenal. So I'm not sure what's going on. So, yeah. um, yeah. But I mean that doesn't really do much. But that doesn't really matter as far as like the movies money and stuff like that i think everyone is still equally excited i'm excited more about this one than i was with homecoming surprisingly because i'm seeing a lot of web swinging in this one and that's something i missed from homecoming he didn't do a lot of web swinging um this one i see a lot of webs i think that's one of the complaints that they actually tried to incorporate in this one 
Um, you know, he's 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 swinging around New York City. He's swinging around wherever they're at internationally, which looks cool. So I'll, I'm excited yeah. for all of that. So, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how that movie does and how the movies next week do. Um, so, yeah, I guess that's it, everyone, for the, our episode 16 of the Box Office Beatdown show. Uh, Larry, let everyone know where they can find you. Yeah, you can find me on YouTube as well as Twitter and Instagram, all at the handle LC Screen Talk. All right, and is there anything coming up on your page this week where you got some reviews, Blu-ray giveaway? For sure, I will definitely be having the Toy Story 4 review up this week sometime. I'm not sure when, actually. Um, I'm going to do a Blu-ray hunt, probably. I believe Us comes out this week, right? It does. Steelbook. For sure, I'll be doing a (laughs) Blu-ray hunting video this week, then. Um, And then I'm actually seeing Annabelle uh, goes home. Wednesday, yay, so are we. Um, So as long as I don't get notified of any embargo, that review will be up, too. Um, yeah, I, I mean, embargo, I mean, they're doing the, if they're doing the, uh, the, um, what is it, the screening so early, I'm hoping that they kind of don't have an embargo until this week, um, because that'll be nice to get a nice review out, or a nice early review for Annabelle. Alex and I are seeing that on Wednesday, um, so that's exciting, so, yeah, so as far as us guys, you guys can, this is our last show for today, but as far as the week, you guys can look for the world show on Tuesday, and then our Annabelle Comes Home review, uh, our Toy Story 4 review, uh, Child's Play review will probably be on Thursday with myself. Um, the Toy Story review will probably be Friday, and then, and then of course, next week's shows, like the box office episode uh, 17. 17, good lord. <laughs> um, that's a lot. I didn't realize yeah. we had so much. But um, hey, this is what this is one of our how, our highest rated shows on Spotify. So thanks everyone for listening. I didn't know I didn't know so many people like box office this much. Yeah. It's very crazy. <laughs> but I'm glad you guys like talking box office with us, and I'm definitely happy to I was def I was so happy the day that I asked you and you was on board because I just remember always seeing your box office tweets and I was like, Larry likes box office. Go figure. (laughs) Let's do a show. And we have been going 16 weeks strong. So that's great. So um, thank you, Larry, once again. My name is Dwayne, everyone. That is Larry. Um, I would add all of our social media links in the descriptions below. Thank you guys for joining us. We will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.